0: Some have said that the direction of your focus is the direction of your life. For the Christian, our focus is crystal clear. We are to look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. In every area of life, we are to lay aside the hindrances of our Christian journey and look to Christ as our example and strength to live the life he has called us to live. So today, let's starve our distraction and feed our focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Walk Talks Podcast and today's Friday Focus episode. All right, greetings, everybody, and welcome to the first Friday Focus episode of 2024 on the Walk Talks Podcast. This is Micah Herbster, and we're introducing you today to a new format to the Walk Talks Friday Focus segment. Uh, Throughout the next uh, 16 weeks, Micah Gillespie and I are going to sit down together have conversations about different topics, and we're also going to invite other guests to be on here with us. So Micah, welcome to Walk Talks and the Friday Focus.
1: Hey, thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: Joining us today is also uh, my dad, Mike Herpster, who's been on the podcast all week on his series, uh, The Blessings of New Beginnings. And so, Brother Mike, welcome.
2: Thank you. It's so good to be able to be uh, at this missions conference with the ministry team this week in Fort Worth, Texas at Worth Baptist Church, and I'm glad to be able to do this today. This is kind of fun.
0: Brother Mike has been on the podcast all week, and I want to encourage you, if you haven't listened to uh, this week's podcast series, uh, to go back and listen to those in your free time and enjoy uh, the reminder of the beginnings that God gives us not only in creation and in the new birth, but also in this new year to be able to resolve and um, change different things in our lives to have a fresh start. You know, the new year is a great time to have fresh starts, and we can talk about a lot of different things. But on the podcast today, we want to talk about um, renewing our resolve on the topic of Bible study and Bible reading. And I'm very curious and excited to have this conversation with Micah and Brother Mike about effective Bible reading, Bible study in 2024. Brother Mike, what do you think is, how would you define effective Bible study?
2: It's a tremendous topic for everybody that's listening and including us that are participating in the podcast to consider. And in in light of the new beginnings focus that we've had, this is a good time for everybody to reflect on what do I need to do better in my Bible study. And I think one of the things that's super important to start with as we begin is to recognize that this is a priority, needs to be a priority for our lives that daily bible reading is not just a tradition that Christians do it's not it's not just something we do to impress our youth pastor or parents and uh, but we do it because we earnestly want to build our relationship with the lord so effective bible study is all about our relationship with god first and foremost so when god is communicating his truth to us we want that and we value it because of all people should be able to tell us what to do and he has our best interests in mind as we talked about earlier in this week so studying to show ourselves approved unto god the workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth so i think the main point of this is of our effective study bible study is so that we take truth with us that can change our life Mm -hmm. and then demonstrate christ to the lost world around us yeah it's
0: so important that we don't view it as a just check it off the list, or just get through the Bible reading program. We really want to be effective in our Bible reading. And if you're like me, you've set out a a plan for the new year, and you're looking at a a long list of 365 days, the Lord willing, of Bible reading and Bible study, but you can go through that and it cannot be effective, obviously. Um, And so we want to be students, students of the word. And I would add to that, even Brother Mike, I was thinking about what Jesus said in John 17 in the high priestly prayer, that sanctification comes through the truth, comes through the word. And so as young people, as Christians, that's where we get our meat from. We don't get it from just from our pastor, just from our youth pastor, just from our parents. And so study, yeah, I love that verse, what Paul told Timothy, study. It takes a lot of
2: work. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a real important focus for any young people that are listening that maybe have grown up in a Christian home and gone to church. It's sometimes very, very easy to rely on the buffet that church brings us, mm-hmm. and then we leave the the daily meat away. It's, it's like eating one time a, a week, mm-hmm. and it, that's just not enough for us. We need to be daily in the Word and um and making it a persistent consistent pattern i think of psalm 1 verse 2 delight thyself mm-hmm. uh blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor in the way of sinners but his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law doth he meditate how often day day and night, day and night. Yeah. that that doesn't happen just by getting it while you're at church you have to become a student of the word mm-hmm. and um so much, much will be said, I think, during this time as, as far as mm-hmm. like meditation and, and what that means, memorization, yeah. and then just uh, seeking to put it into practice in our lives. Yeah, maybe we could lay out some, some terms for effective Bible studies.
0: Some of the things that you've just mentioned there, like meditation and scripture meditation, talk about that as like a full package. Because if we think, well, Bible study is just reading, it is reading. <laughs> I mean, you have to read. The word to get the word but i think there's more to it and we could just talk a little bit about that that process what that looks like
1: micah, micah.
2: yeah <laughs> micah g needs to say something
1: now yeah i think that a lot of times we think of you know bible study is just like being in the word and that's i mean we do need to be doing that but there's a lot of other things that we can add to that whether it's you know a devotional book or Um, there's so many great websites now we can go to, to find help. And even one thing that I have found myself doing a lot is listening, especially in the mornings and stuff when I'm first getting ready, like actually listening to the Bible being read or even listening to, you know, podcasts and even listening to really good sacred music. That's, um, taken straight out of scripture and there's lots of, you can find lots of really great albums. Um, One of my favorite is like scripture meditations where you can listen to the music and the scripture. And there's things like that, that really all are encompassing in the idea of Bible study. Like it's all Mm -hmm. being put into you Mm -hmm. and you can't go wrong with that.
0: Yeah. In Colossians, the apostle Paul said that we should let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. So we should be letting the, the word of God, like literally take up residence in our heart. And that's a cool thought. You know, when you move into a new house, there's what? There's nothing in there. And now you begin to unpack the U-Haul truck and you fill your home with your belongings and uh, your stuff. And that's what the word of God should do in our lives. And then he goes on and talks about that that is accomplished through something like music uh, and fellowship with other believers and and unity. So that's a great, great suggestion.
2: The uh, passage in Psalm 119, of course, that, that chapter in Psalm is the Word of God chapter, the longest chapter in the Bible. And uh, there's a lot of verses we could reference through there. But wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word? With my whole heart have I sought thee, O let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So meditation is the Word of God being hid in your heart. It is not just reading it, but it is taking what you read and then letting it spread out in your life. Uh, many probably heard the illustration. It's kind of like the cow that chews the cud. And, and, and I know that's kind of a gross illustration, but it's like mulling over it over and over again, letting it, letting a, a truth of God affect your relationships. How does it affect your, how you view authority and what you do with your entertainment and what you do with your music and what you do with your attitude and what you do with your thinking. Of course, as a man thinks, so is he. So it's, it's meditation is a very key aspect of your devotional time. It is not just, oh, I got to get through four chapters. Mm-hmm. We, you have to take time to take truths of the word of God that are applicable in, and meditate on that. I think mm-hmm. the meditation is crucial. First Timothy four fifteen. I love this text in reference to effective study, meditate upon these things, mm-hmm. give yourself wholly to them that your profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine and continue in them. So, um, and then the, the, the other word it, that I mentioned earlier was memorization. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, all of us should be memorizing more scripture mm-hmm. because w- then we can take it with us mm-hmm. and everywhere we go, the scripture can be on our heart and, uh, and our, mm-hmm. on our mind. And how many times do we hear at camp people say, oh, I just love, you know, the scripture memory program that
0: you guys have. Obviously, we incentivize it with the team competition and different things like that. But it just goes to show we're all capable of memorizing yes. portions of scripture. It's just a matter of priority. A lot of people say, well, I just, I can't. Well, it's like, okay, if you can memorize a video game or you can memorize social media influencers, you can memorize movies. Yes. I mean, you know, kids that can quote entire Disney movies, but they can't give you three verses in the Bible. It's kind of just a matter of priority, which kind of leads leads to another question that I think is really important for us to think about, and we may give some broad application here, but you have to think about this listener in your own life. And that is what keeps us from effective Bible study. Um, and what, what will keep us, what did keep us from that in 2023? And then how are we going to overcome some of those obstacles? I think we mentioned one of those obstacles, um, already. Um, but any, any other
1: obstacles that you guys would. Yeah. I mean, as basic as it sounds like the reality is anything that's keeping you from doing your Bible study can be a distraction. (laughs) Even, you know, good things in our life. Something that I struggle with is like, I'll be reading the Bible and then I'll look up something on my phone to go along with it. And I can even be on like on a good website looking something and I get distracted, even something on there. And so really anything that distracts you from what you're doing is what, so I've been trying to put into practice even in my own life just this year so far like turning my phone on silent or just completely turning it off in the morning so that I can't get distracted because it's so 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 easy to be distracted by anything and the devil is going to use literally anything Mm -hmm. in your life whether it's a you know beeping sound in the other room or a ticking fan above (laughs) you like anything that distracts you or pulls you away from scripture is is going to take you away from it and it sounds basic but
0: it's true. There's so many things in the world that are vying for our attention. That's the excuse we we often use. You know, it's like, well, I'm too busy. I have lots of other things going on, which is true. I mean, I'm sure everybody feels that way in, in some sense, um, but there's always more time and you make time for what you know
2: you need to make time for. Yeah, the devil is so crafty, isn't he? He's uh, able to, uh, he knows and, and, and understands that we need the word of God every day to live our lives effectively, for Christ, and so He's going to do anything and everything He can to deter us from a walk with the Lord and a walk in His Word. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as Mike had just said a moment ago, anything that pulls us away from that that uh, focus on the Lord and our time with the Lord can be an idol of our hearts. And there's so many things there. Um, I heard a preacher say one time back when Facebook was much more popular. I mean, Facebook's you know mm-hmm. the old old people's social media now, but really social media as a whole. But it was kind of a cute statement. Get yourself out of Facebook and into the book. Mm -hmm. And it could be that you just need to set some actual guidelines for your life so that you make the time with God the priority that it needs to be. I mean, friends can distract you from this. Um, Entertainment can distract you from this. Being physically tired can distract you from from your your time in the Lord, and it's time with the Lord. So it it is because when we firmly believe that we cannot live without it, that will be when we begin to elevate it to its proper place. You have to understand the spiritual life cannot be lived appropriately without the word of God in our life. And so day by day is the only way to do that. And studying it and and having it into our life and taking it with us. Something that's been a huge help to me recently is just making it a habit.
0: Um, And you hear people say all the time, "Well, do it at the same time every single day." And that is that's what I've been shooting for this year and really planning for. But to do that, you can't do it like in the middle of the day usually Mm -hmm. because things will come up. And so obviously, like the mornings are a great time to make it a part of every single day. So that if somebody asks you, hey, what are you going to be doing at 7 a.m. on Tuesday morning? You could say to them, I'm going to be in the word of God. And, you know, pl- plans change and I understand that. But making it a habit is, is so crucial to where it's expected. Okay, I will do this today. I will do this today. You could talk about an illustration like Mike and I are into running right now. And we're trying to uh, train for a half marathon in the new year. Well, guess what? we are, our legs are not just going to run themselves because they decide they want to (laughs) run. We have to make it a habit and a a Mm -hmm. conscious decision to get off the couch and to stop eating potato chips and go get on the treadmill or go outside and actually go for a run. And it's very similar in, in, in our pursuit of the word of God as well. At the end of the day, you've just got to get yourself in the word. I think a lot of Christians and especially our generation, we're just lazy. I mean, guys, we we will sit here all day and say, the Word of God is most important. Preaching is amazing. I want to be in the Word of God. I want to memorize. But how are we living that out? It's so easy to say, but laziness, I think, keeps us from just a passionate, purposeful pursuit of the Word of God. So if you allow the habit to be formed that it's just expected, this is what I'm going to do on a day-to-day basis, then I think that makes a big difference.
1: And I think going along with that, too, like what's encouraging in light of all that's been said is that once you do get in the routine of doing it on a regular basis, and it does become a habit, it becomes easier and easier to do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the devil is always going to be trying to get you away from it. But once it really becomes a routine in your life, it just becomes something that you do every day. Mm -hmm. And so that that's kind of encouraging. And I would encourage you too if you're, you know, just starting off and trying to do good at this, like, make smart goals for yourself. Don't don't say, I'm going to sit down and read the Bible for an hour every morning. Right. Yeah, that's a really great thing, but that's probably not going to work. And day four, you're probably going to be laying in bed thinking, yeah, I don't need to do this. You know, mm-hmm. s-
2: Set small goals for yourself mm-hmm. and build up from that. One other thing that came to mind, too, for me is just elevating the value of this scripturally. Understand that Joshua eight says, this is the road to success is when we meditate on the Word of God and obey it. So you can't meditate on something you don't read, don't don't uh, hear, and don't take time in. So valuing a successful life for the Lord means that you will be in the Word of God. And there's a passage in Isaiah that says, "The grass wither, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, as the rain and snow fall to the earth, so the Word of God falls into our life, and it will not return void." There is a miraculous work that the Word of God does in our life as we read it, ingest it, meditate on it. It spreads out. The Holy Spirit takes it to where it needs to go. We apply it and we obey it. Mm -hmm. And you will not be disappointed with the work the Word of God Mm -hmm. does in your life. And it works. Mm -hmm. Brother Mike is almost
0: 50 years old this year. And Brother Mike, I want to ask you, do you feel like you could still improve
2: in your Bible study? (laughs) 100%. Absolutely. (laughs) And I would be honest and say that my struggle is that I get so busy doing a lot of really, really good things. And life and ministry with Southland, and the traveling and the preaching and the recruiting and the, uh, ministering and counseling and all the different things that I do, um, oftentimes that can even suck away my attention from my own personal daily Bible study in the Word of God. And so I need to do what I'm encouraging you, young people, and on the podcast that are listening, and and even Micah and Micah here. I need to do what we're all talking mm-hmm. about as well. This this is we can. We can always improve on this. We can always grow in this. I haven't memorized the whole Bible yet. That would be amazing. I, I know some people that I feel like when I'm mm-hmm. with them, I have no Bible knowledge at all. Maybe somebody you you know that that is like that. And it, it, those people convict me. Mm-hmm. Like I need to memorize more scripture. And uh, I need to be in the Bible more. Always room for improvement. And uh, nobody's perfect in this mm-hmm. because we're all weak and we're all flesh and the devil's after all of us. Oh, it's definitely something I want to work on too in this new year. Yeah, and Mike and I think would agree as
0: well. And reminds me of your podcast series this week. It's a new beginning. Yes, and it's time time for a restart and a refresh in this commitment to effective Bible study. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. Uh, I hope that your hearts have been encouraged and challenged. I want to just tell you next week on the Friday Focus, we're going to talk to a variety of staff members at Southland and get some really practical ideas for Bible study for 2024. And I think you'll really enjoy hearing the perspective from our secretary and from Brother Mike and Brother Dan and Scott Bratt and the other staff members that are there at Southland. And we'll look forward to having that conversation. But hope you have a great weekend and a great Lord's Day and hope that you'll uh, join us again next week on the Walk Talks podcast. Jason Dennis will be speaking to us through the week and then we'll have another Friday Focus episode next week. Thanks so much for joining. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode of Friday Focus presented by the Walk Talks podcast. Make your plans to join us next week for another set of podcast episodes that will encourage you in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ.